1: Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Com Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. We have a show today that absolutely you want to stay tuned for. This is a remarkable guest. You may even know of his name. His name is Jim Continenza, and he is the chairman and CEO of Vivio. Vivio is an amazing company. They have over 100,000 local small to medium-sized businesses that they help, and enterprise customers as well. They have over a thousand employees, and what they're all about is giving local businesses a big, big online presence. So when we wanna talk about local marketing, going local, super focusing on local, Vivial is the company that does it all. Jim, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Andy, thanks for having me. I appreciate you taking the time to interview us. This is awesome, Jim. So let's pull the lens back like we always do on the show. Let's pull it back to 30,000 feet, Jim, and let's just tell everybody watching what Vivial is all about. So,
0: you know, like Vivial, what we did is we set out and we looked at the industry, go back several years, and saw the complexity it takes to get an online presence and how do you get organically? How do you stay in front and how do you do that? How does the average business person do that? How does the common working man do that or woman? Very difficult. So, we, we set out to make the complex simple. As easy as that sounds, it isn't. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of variations that get you to that front page of Google or Facebook in you know, those searches and get that online presence. Let you compete with the big guys, right? Local, but yet national, but not global, whatever you're trying to accomplish. So Vivian wanted to bring that to small business. We want to give them a true competitive product that they could afford. You know, at one time it was only for the larger accounts. They could have multiple offers through agencies for tens of thousands of dollars. Well, that, you can't do that if you're a small business. Big, big supporter of small to medium type businesses.
1: And that's what we set out to do. See, I love that. And you're, you're known for your entrepreneurship. You, you've got a long history of successful ventures and being involved with a lot of, you know, international companies, you know, Fortune 500 companies as well. And we'll talk about entrepreneurship in a little bit, but let's stay with Vivial because it's so interesting what you've been able to do to help so many small to medium-sized customers as well as on enterprise customers sort of dominate the local landscape. And when we think about small to medium-sized customers, they need to get in on that local landscape and dominate so that they can increase their ROI on the investment they make. So when we talk about Vivial and a customer is going to call you or a company calls you, you have this very unique way to sort of look at their company and tell them where they are and where you can take them. Let's talk about that just a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, it puts down to, right, you
0: know, who can use Vivial, right? It's really any owner operator can use Vivial. Any small to medium or multi-location can use Vivial, right? And we ask it, who is Vivial, right? That's the question is, we're a platform. You know, we, we realized it and we realized early on, it wasn't a product, not one product. handy gets you there. You just can't, you know, get a Google page or go on there or put up a website. It's just multiple facets and it has to be geared around your business. They're very unique and catered to you. So we built a platform proprietary software. And it was important to us that we actually own a lot of that components. At one time we were, you know, partnering with many others. Here's a problem with that. An example I use all the time, you know, you, you buy a, a Ford F-100 truck and the air conditioner goes out. You're mad at Ford, you're not mad at the people who made the air conditioner and it probably wasn't Ford. It's like, you just can't have these multiple partnerships, right? You you gotta have primary ones and we look like, we have a premium partner with Google and Facebook and some others, but everything else, we wanna really own that customer experience because every piece of it matters, you know? And so it's very important to us that we have the right partners and we look at build, partner or buy. It's a model we look at every day and where does it fit in the platform? So when you look at what Vivlo really is, it's a complex platform that helps customers easily manage their online presence. And we also, you know, we, do, we don't we do do it yourself. This is not who we are. We do it with you, do it for you, but not do it yourself. And it's very complex. And I say this often, even to, you know, many people I know that are very successful, I go, go build a website, I'll wait. They look at you like, you know, they don't know what to do. That's how, I mean, think about that. Very, very smart, successful people can't build a website. It's very complex and that isn't enough. Is it built right? Are you being seen, you know, you get your message across. So we, we really looked at that and said, how do we give them the whole suite of products that gets them organic growth? Cause it's so important to organically stay there. It can't just be pay for clicks. You stop paying, you fall off. How do you organically get there and get that following? And what's your reputation? Um, we're a very customer first oriented company. And, you know, and we love our employees. We've got best place to work several times. But that isn't, that isn't how we look at it, right? We're here to serve our customers and we build backwards from them. What are the needs that we're trying to do? And we try different things, not everything works, but so far, you know, we've been very fortunate to find the right components. We've got phenomenal people that work on these products and make sure we're taking care of our customers. And we've also won you know, top customer service a few times. We take a lot of pride in that. Um, it's important to us. The customer is in control and our job is to make them more successful. And lastly, we made sure we gave them a a dashboard to tell them how they're doing. You know, it was kind of the the big unknown on your digital spend a few years ago. You should know where you should spend, what you should spend on and what those results are. And candidly, if it's not working, you shouldn't do it. And we don't don't want your money. It's not what we do. But, you know, we also don't do month-to-month contracts. We're a year because I can't get you there in a month. We're just not that good. I don't think anyone is, right? And if they are, then everyone should use them. Um, and I recommend that. You know, it, it just has to be a long term, methodical approach. We
1: also teach the businesses how to do that. See, I love that. And that makes all the sense in the world. You get the straight shot from Vivial, unlike some of these other companies where they tell you they can get it done in a couple weeks or a week or three weeks. You know, with Vivial, they're giving you the straight answers to the questions that you have. And as entrepreneurs watching the show, you're an expert in what you're doing. And oftentimes, you're not an expert in this local online marketing. And for you to learn it, that's going to take away from your core business. So that's why you bring on a company like Vivial that has the dashboard, has the expertise, has the strength and the power and and the, and the straightforward approach to help you get to where you're going. And what I like about Vivial, Jim, very much is you look at your client's customers. So in other words, when a client comes on board at Vivial, you're looking at that client, but more importantly, you're looking at the people they serve and you sort of reverse engineer what they need to do to make sure that they have a great user experience for their customers. So let's talk about that a little bit, how important user experience is for the clients that come on board and use your platform. Simplicity, I'm gonna start just there ease of use, simplicity, and it
0: just has to work, right? It just needs to work. And when we look at their customers, right, we, we try to gear them in the right area. Should it be local marketing? Should it be segment marketing? Should it be geo-fencing? What should it be, right, that matches them to what they do, right? And, and how do we help them maximize profitability? Recently, I'll give an example. I was just getting my haircut of all things. And, and the, the Lake's website was horrific and off, awesome, awesome business. Um, and. When we look at it, it's like we we fixed it and she sells Aveda, right? But there's no way of buying it on her site. So we took this on and we fixed it for her and now she's getting Aveda orders. So the cash register runs at night when she's not home, right, when she's not working. And it goes right to the site, it produces orders, right? Those are the types of things you gotta teach your customers. You gotta make money in the dark. You gotta make money through the back door. The pandemic has taught us that. When the front door closes by a governor, you gotta then sell online and get it through the back. People gotta be able to find you, you gotta be accurate. You know, I don't know what your experience has been through the pandemic, but it's like, you know, I go to places and they're closed, but the website says they're open. Very frustrating. I take the risk of coming out of my home, right? Going out in the public, going through all this, and they're closed, right? That accuracy is everything. And, and I have a tendency to not run to business with you after that, right? It's just, and I think that's the same thing. Even location, right? Is it the right location? Is your directories right? You know, that's very frustrating. And if your directories aren't right and you're spending money on WorkClick, then you're spending money to not be found. I mean, it's just you just got to really think these things out. It's very complex. We really, really focus on their customer and how we make it simple. And then how can we use those tools to drive their business? But more importantly, they got to be able to adapt to the ecosystem and environment around them. And we got to bring those tools. See, I
1: love that. So you've taken a complex situation, it's not as simple as just building a website. There's all these different components that come into it, as, as, as you and I both know. And you've been able to put together a platform that takes the complex for the small to medium-sized business, as well as some enterprise customers, and make it simple for them to understand what they need to do to be successful in this very complex, detail-orientated sort of um platform but you've made it very simple for them on the platform so that they can do what they do which is sell their service or their wares to their customers and i agree with you it's crazy sometimes you go to a website and or you go down to the to the store they're closed It's something as simple as that, that you're never going to get a chance to get that customer back. You're never going to get a chance to make a long-term relationship with that customer. Jim, when we think about Vivio and we talk about making this marketing simple, how many of your employees are engineers behind the scenes that are doing everything necessary to make your clients' lives very simple with this local online marketing? Well, that's a really good
0: question. I'd say approximately 100, probably a little less, but it's very interesting on that is we spent a lot of money on our systems. When we made the decision to build this out from a pure yellow page business to move into this business, we did several acquisitions. Some of it was just for talent. Some of it was for, you know, it was. I mean, it's hard to get someone to, to come to a, a company when it's unknown, but you buy their company and they'll stay, it's very interesting. Um, but some was technology, some was human capital, um, but we, we really built the system out from the ground up, from the customer backwards, from the CRM, you know, Salesforce backwards. And we really, it goes really literally, we, we've expanded what we do with uh, Salesforce greatly and how we have customer information, customer data, customer relationships and, and how that works. So because of sophistication of the system, it's less engineers than you think. Um, it's really about open architecture, you know, Looker Snowflake, I mean, state-of-the-art you know, tools out there, we're not shy, we're not shy about spending the IT spend and, and making sure we're getting those tools so our customers can be successful. So it, it's not as large as, as you would assume for the simple reason we buy really good platforms, really good open softwares, and they really integrate well into our platform. We thought this out, it wasn't, when we built the, the system, it was built around integration, it was built around growth, it was built around flexibility. So we literally threw everything out. What happens in a lot of cases, people try to shoehorn in their system and change their business. And and it just doesn't work that way. You literally need to start with your system, make sure you can do what it's supposed to do. So we literally literally take it from the ground up and that's the approach we take. Look at the customers are my boss. I tell everyone, I have a boss, it's not my board, it's not my investors, it's my customer. Because ultimately they
1: have the say and ultimately that's how you keep or lose your jobs. Yeah, I love that Jim, that makes all the sense in the world and for the small to medium sized business owners watching the show or listening on the podcast as well. It's very interesting because when you hear a company has 100,000 customers and you hear that they have over 1,000 employees, sometimes people get a little sticky about that. And they say to themselves, you know, wow, they're such a big company. I wonder if I'm going to get lost in the shuffle, but not with Vivial. Vivial offers something very, very interesting They do a free business consultation. You'll do a free business analysis for a potential customer. Let's talk about that because that's very, very interesting and exciting.
0: Again, right? We have very low churn for a reason, high customer satisfaction. Never, ever sell something to someone that they don't need and make sure that it has an impact for what they do. That's why we do the year contracts. This is why, you know, we make sure we make an impact. And if we don't, we'll walk away but our job is to help them. And so we do the free consultation to go in and say, is there an application for us? Because you may not be the right customer or the right segment or what you do, or the area you're in may not work well for what we do. I don't want to have you on Andy, just to make you frustrated. Plus you up my resource, right? It's not good for you. It's not good for me. It's gotta be a win-win. I know that that word gets thrown around, but truly has to be a win-win. It's gotta be, we can make an impact in your business and
1: you feel that impact in your business. See, that makes great sense. And with Vivial, you've won so many awards, obviously. And one of the things that you're known for, besides putting together this platform for these small to medium-sized businesses to be able to have great customer engagement with their clients, is you uh, you provide business and account managers for your clients. So let's talk about that and how that works. So walk through the sales process, right? You,
0: you walk through, you'll have your rep, you get they understand your needs, you come on board. Once you're on board, we assign a person to your account, and they'll have several accounts, but we don't overload them. We make sure that they can get their job done, done well, and you have that personal interaction. And, you know, there's that fine line, and I'll be really candid, right? We make mistakes. Early on, Andy, we were spending too much time with you. I put a painter on, happened to have me at our home, and I want to help mine. I personally have about 40 house accounts. They call FOJs, friends of gyms. We don't yeah. charge them. That's how I learn. I literally own those accounts. I'm like, I am the rep on these accounts and I see what they do. And that's how I kind of learn the business because I get true interaction. And, and he was just grateful we put him on, but it was very interesting. His number got hijacked as he advertises that I won't give you on the other site. They were calling some other tile store that was giving him his his business. He was not getting the business. And that was just little, little things. He didn't realize we fixed it. We do the customer service, but we thought everyone wanted to be an expert. And no, they didn't. He calls me up one day. Mr. Katanoz, I thanks everything you did. But I just want to tell you, I just want to paint. I just want to paint. We were tying up too much of his time. So we learned, you know, and again, we, we all make mistakes. What we learned is some want to become experts, some are in the middle, and some just want to, you know what, don't tell me how it works. I don't care how the sausage is made. I just want to eat it. So we learn to do that through our customer service now. We give that customer that customized service that they want. How much of it they want to control? How much would they like us to control? And that's what happens, you get handed off and every month you have your review
1: if you choose. See, I love that. And obviously anybody watching the show, learning about Vivial for the first time if they hadn't already heard of it if in the unlikely event they had it, they're looking at this and they're saying, what a successful company Jim has been able to build with his team over 100,000 clients, over 1,000 employees. So obviously, if I'm a small to medium-sized business and I want to really dominate my local uh, my local campaign with a wonderful platform, they're going to come to Vivial, check it all out, uh, get the free um, consultation and take a look. So there's no doubt everyone watching the show today will at least come on to Vivial and, and request that consultation to see what Vivial can do for them. It's just a no-brainer. But what we'd like to do now with you, since we only have a certain amount of time, Jim, and, and and I don't know when I can get you back on the show. I want to talk to you about entrepreneurship, because your experience and the years that you have building companies, great companies, is really outstanding. So for the younger entrepreneurs watching the show today, Jim, maybe you could share some, some basic principles to younger entrepreneurs about about when they find something that they're passionate about sticking with it and and the fact that they're going to encounter some problems but why it's so important sort of to stick with it in most cases and continue on uh chasing their passion
0: well i appreciate the kind words um i'm as good as my people and it's actually the truth a lot of my people have been with me for over 20 years at different places and 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 we, we bring it's very simple, functional, accountable, measurable, trackable. We live by these words. We're not hierarchical. Everyone deserves respect, okay, in the business. And that's really big. And you must have diversity from gender and down to um, ethnicity and color. So it's important that you have that because that's your, that's your audience. You've got to match what you look like. Don't get singular focused. And, and those are easy words, but you have to live by them. And we are not hierarchical at all. Anyone can contact me in the business and we do. We are very transparent. I can't say it enough about transparency. When things were tough, we told them. When things are good, we tell them. But everyone comes to work to work hard and they have a right to know what's going on because they have a family at home. And we, we take that very seriously. I take people's jobs extremely seriously. My parents are immigrants from Italy. My dad is a janitor, he needed his money. You know what? I treat that everyone that way. My people need their money. When leadership, leaders fail, right? People get hurt down below, then the should get fired. I mean, it's very important. We care about you know how you grow that next you know generation. It's about your people. Treat them right, treat them with respect give them the authority to do their job, and then you know what, do your job and don't do theirs. That's where I see, and even in companies, I've I've done many turnarounds, as you said, and let me tell you what happens is you start doing other people's jobs. That is it, stay what you're good at. And many entrepreneurs start doing everything. You know, let's say you're really good at marketing your product or developing it, but now you're the CFO also. Stop it. You know, focus on free cash flow, focus on, but do what you do best and have people do what they do best right? Tom Brady won a seventh Super Bowl. He doesn't throw the ball and catch it in case you're wondering, right? He relies on people, relies on his line. It's that same thing. You really have to rely on your people to do their job so you do yours. And you know what? It doesn't have to be your way. And it took me time to understand this, right? You may close Microsoft Word by Alt F, but I may use the X. There's multiple ways. My way isn't right. I may want it my way, but I got to let you do it your way, Andy. And you know what? How much damage can you do and, and, and you gotta step back and go, you're not always right. So as, a, as an entrepreneur, it's easy to be in the woods, but sometimes you have to step back and look. It's hard to do, but you need to. I sat on over almost over 30 boards in my life and every time I come back and operate a business, I feel I become better because I get a chance to get out of the woods and actually look at 30,000 feet and go, boy, was I really bad back then. Um, and understand your weaknesses and, and, and we all have them and work on your strengths, but more importantly, be sincere, be, be truthful to your people and care. You know, thank you, not a big word. Sorry, not a big word. You're welcome, not a big word. Hello, a smile, simple things. Um, leave the hate at home. We have that saying at work, right? I don't. We don't need the hate at home. I don't need to know your views um, on, on certain things. It doesn't belong in the workplace. We have a mission and a goal, right? Keep the hate at home and you gotta have a cohesive group. And I think we've done a really good job and our leaders convey that all the way through. I'm very, very fortunate to have the people I have and I just can't say enough about them. I know people say that and they it's supposed to be the buzzword, but it's the truth. Uh, we just have unbelievably skilled people. Our turnovers zilch on the leadership team. Um, they do their job and and even down below. So we we take it seriously, we take people very seriously, and everyone's important, but focus on free cash flow too. Many time entrepreneurs they focus so much on growth and then you get caught in a down round, right? Now you're in trouble. You start getting diluted. You don't want to dilute yourself. Have the right amount of capital to start. Be cautious with the capital, right? Because you'll get caught in a down round, which is very painful. And and then continue to meet your commitments. But focus your cash flow. I don't have to hit that target in six months. Long-term strategy. And and be willing to change what you say. I reserve the right to get smarter every day, I tell my people. I may tell you we're doing this today and something happens. And I'll change my mind. It's okay. And and it's okay. And it's okay to be wrong. You know, and you've heard this a long time ago. When people make mistakes, that's not when you fire them. That's when you embrace them. Right, I always tell people, I don't care that you got in trouble, now what did you do after? What decision did you make after you knew you were in trouble, right? And that's, that's how I judge you. I don't judge you by the error. I judge you by what decision you made. And then, you know, and how can we help? But it, it's, it's really, you know, kind of that environment. But there's a high expectation of winning, right? Warriors, not victims. You know, never be a victim, be a warrior, I've never been a victim. Do that same, we, we instill that in our people right? You're not a victim. You control your destiny. And you know what? And this is very simple. I keep saying, focus on the customer. They're in control today. They are.
1: See, I love that. That's unbelievable. In the last, you know, in the last four or five minutes, you maybe gave 25 or 30 gems for entrepreneurs to play that last four or five minutes over and over again, There is your blueprint. That's the blueprint to complete success from from Jim Continenza. And it's amazing. You know, we talked to so many entrepreneurs and and so many um, angel investors and and institutional investors, and nobody is looking for the, what I call the Amelia Earhart right now. The solo flyer is really becoming someone that, that is few and far between. Everybody's looking for the team now. And that's really what you're saying is you have to have a great team and be honest with your team and forthright with your team. And what you're saying is you need to show up. In business, you need to show up, say please, say thank you, do the basic things that we've learned 40, 50 years ago that a lot of people have forgotten how to do in today's world. And that really makes you stand apart. So James, to close the show off, let's talk about this team. What's your, what's your feeling about building a great team and how have you been able to do it so well at the companies that you've worked with and uh, at your current company, uh, Vivial, that is just an astounding team and wins awards because the, the team is so great?
0: Transparency, honesty, respect, pay, authority, ability to do your job. It's more than money. It does. If if don't appeal authority to do their job and be successful, um, you know, and, and diversity to the team. Even, even down to, you know, I don't do a lot of meetings, which is not my thing. We talk to each other, what a concept. We started doing video five years ago, six years ago. We transitioned with COVID in days, because we were used to this. Embrace new technologies, and any acquisition I have done, and there's got 13 to 16, somewhere in that number, I may like the deal, and I'll bring them in. My team gets the last vote. I, they allow it to veto me. That's their one chance to veto me. They have a say because if we buy and do this and roll out this product, they're accountable. I step back. I'm on. You know, I, I I'm on 2023 and 24 right now. You know, 21. They own 21 and 22, right? So they they have to execute that. I got to do my job. They have to do theirs. And you got to let them do their job, but you got to give them authority, too, because I can't make decisions and hold them accountable. And I also can't pick their players. I can't pick their horses. I can't pick the technologies and tell them they have to live with them. they got to have a say in something they have to achieve. And what I found when people feel they have that ownership, right, they they appreciate it, number one, but two, they don't let it fail because, you know, they they know that they were in that decision, and it stops a finger pointing, like, Andy, why did you do that? Well, no, we did this. You had your chance, right? We have our chance. And I really do give them the ability to veto anything that we do. I mean, you've got, you, you got to have that. And then the last rule that I think is really important to my team, and they know this, in, in the room, show the respect I, I think that we have all would like to have and deserve. Show that respect to everyone in the organization. But more importantly, if I'm not getting it, it's your job to make me get it. I don't care if you have to jump on my desk and start it on fire. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to fire you if it's wrong. I mean, it's like you've got to get my attention. I will never intentionally do the wrong thing, so don't let me. And, and give them that right. And it's not holding held against them. We have that policy, you know, you get this free zone where you can come say whatever you want, then you come back, we're back to the normal world. But you, you gotta give people the ability to do that because I don't know everything. And you gotta accept that and most people don't. But sometimes I do know more than they do because I'm further along in the strategy. So it, it's kind of a well balanced mix. And that's, that's really comes around a team is picking the right people and giving them the authority and see how they develop and train other people. That's real important to me. I don't care if you're really good at your job. If you can not develop your replacement and people better than you down below you, we have a problem.
1: Wow. Well, you heard it here. You really received over the last 10 minutes what I would consider a Harvard or Stanford MBA. I mean, this is really, really great information that Jim has given to the younger entrepreneurs and the seasoned entrepreneurs. And for people watching the show, if you have a small to medium-sized business or even an enterprise-type business, check Vivial out. I mean, what they've been able to do for their clients is remarkable. They're going to give you the straight shot. You can have a free consultation to see where you are. They're going to let you know whether they can help you or not. And if they can help you, they'll put you in the right direction. And if they can help you, they're going to let you know straight away that they're the company to, to do the thing that you need to do so that you can focus on your business and make sure that your clients you're able to build a long-term relationship with them that just doesn't break. So this is really, really amazing, Jim. I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show. I know that you're slam packed with not only running your, your business, but you said that you have the, the, uh, the friends of Jim, the, your own clients that you have to deal with as well, those 30 to 40 clients, which is a remarkable learning experience for entrepreneurs watching the show as well. Jim, thank you so much for coming on the Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. It's a real honor to have you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.